I can tell you one thing for sure. I don't think it doesn't sound like you were planning on doing this tonight. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing this until about 30 seconds ago. So Yeah, so uh, really happy that this was really well planned and you're here. So <laughs> I, I hope everything that you bring to the table tonight is 100% and completely scripted. Yeah, absolutely. I will give <laughs> well-documented and factual evidence on everything I talk about because I was yep, fully yep, prepared. Yep. Those pass rushes were great now. That's exactly what we want to do right there. Hey, what defense is that? Sprout left exit, Richard Nixon. Hell no. It's the Nickel and Brime package. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Brian. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Nickel and Brian package. Today, I got our special star guest Waylon. He is, in fact, the points leader, but he might actually be the best team in the league, but I feel like that's up for debate considering I am actually nine and zero, but he's close second. Um, Waylon, how's it going, man? Uh, real good. Just got home from work. It's a, it's a Thursday, so got over the hump day. Approaching the end Ooh. of the week, very excited. Well, just you know, follow the show sheet, and I think uh -huh. you know we'll be all right. Um, so let's just go ahead and jump into some recent injuries. Uh, McCaffrey seems to be uh, really having trouble with his knee, but I mean, I don't know if you've been watching these games, but he's been carrying the entire team, so I'm surprised it's not his back. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, I think he'll be okay. I think that's just the Wednesday report. And um, moving on to Mahomes, it sounds like he's going to actually be playing this week, which Nick and I trade Mahomes for Michael Thomas. I definitely sold low on Mahomes, but um, I thought it would be good for my team just overall to have, you know, uh, Mike, Michael Thomas going forward. So and then uh, Kamara is hopefully going to play this week. I really need him to try and beat you in points. James Conner, he seems to be out again. He was just declared out again this week. I am not entirely sure about the shoulder injuries. I do know that shoulders are actually really important for running backs because they lean with those sh shoulders, and they kind of, ever, ever since they did that rule where they lower your head, mm -hmm. uh, they've, they've really tried to teach these running backs to kind of lead with their shoulder instead so uh i know one really hard hit on a shoulder can really fuck somebody up so we'll have to keep an eye on that and then uh we actually just got notification today that aj green is definitely out for us this season i guess his ankle swollen so he can't put on his cleats so that's probably why he can't go out there and then Jacoby Brissett is second day of practice. So hopefully that's all we, uh, we don't have to talk about practice anymore. And mm -hmm. he plays the games. Is there anything in those, anything I missed away? Uh, not that I can think of. Just all right. Disappointing about the AJ Green. <sighs> yeah, I'm a little disappointed at it as well, but I honestly think that this is more of a i think he's on his last year isn't he on his contract 
Yeah, I know there were talks about them trading him for like a, you know, a sell-off, but didn't happen. I honestly think that this is kind of like a youth movement forward with the whole Andy Dalton benching. And um, I, <laughs> you know, I had, a lot of these teams, you know, they sign these bloated contracts to these players that just get injured. And, you know, I honestly think that um, AJ Green's career arc is really similar to Julio Jones's. And Julio seemed to be able to play through the injury more than he has. So I honestly think Julio Jones is going to be in AJ Green's position in the, within the next couple of years. So anyway, moving on to the fantasy recaps for week nine was Taylor annihilating. Whoop. I said that backwards. Waylon <laughs> annihilating Taylor. Uh Sorry, Taylor. I wish it was the opposite, but you know, we can't. This is fantasy. We can't make stuff up. Mm -hmm. How, how, so how were you feeling when you were really close to eclipsing that 200 mark? I, you know, going into Monday night, I was real excited. You know, maybe Zeke has a monster game. I get the 200 points, but. Less than that, it was, or more than that, I should say, I was kicking myself about my defensive play. I could have scored 16 more points had I started the Texans over the Seahawks, and I made a terrible decision. So, I definitely think if you played your your team correctly, which don't get me wrong, it's hard to do. I definitely think you would have been over 200. Oh, yeah. and um, I kind of want to get your take on something real quick. I know it's kind of out of the blue, but has Zeke been disappointing this season? No, not at all, man. He's what is he right now? Like number five? I honestly don't even know. Number six? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's right. You obviously want him towards the top, but I mean, that doesn't stress me out or worry me at all. I mean, you take a first rounder if they finish top six, it's. Well, not only a first rounder, but you got him pretty discounted. So yeah, yeah. I I think one of the biggest reasons I ask you that is because of his reception totals. Oh and, yeah, almost non-existent, right? I yeah. Mean, so his reception total from from week one to nine so far, which includes a buy, mm -hmm. is eleven, thirteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-four. So he so it's it's not terrible. But just to kind of put that in perspective, Leonard Fournette has like 40 already. Right. I mean, so, they're bringing in Tony Pollard for a lot of that. Yeah. Catching. It's just. And they brought in um, a bunch of guys that catch passes close to the line, like Jason Witten catches those kind mm -hmm. of dump offs. Uh, Randall Cobb catches those dump offs. So I think it's not really specifically Zeke's talent. I think it's more of the people around him, you know, that are kind of yeah. in there. And definitely the emergence of Tony Pollard didn't help. So congratulations on uh, smashing Taylor with a capital S. And uh, hopefully, you know, even if she played her team perfectly right with Sanders in the lineup, uh, she still had no chance against you. So, 
Don't worry, Taylor. You're 10th place in the league, but that 10th place could easily turn into a playoff run. You just got to win a couple more weeks. So moving on to Evan versus Luke. Evan edged out Luke here, 132 to 92. And Luke had a really rough week here, starting Mitchell Trubisky and Allen Robinson. Man, Mitchell Trubisky is a fucking garbage can of just like he's he's a he he needs to like i i feel like all of the chicago bears staff needs to be eliminated like the fact that they drafted this dude over mahomes deshaun watson like who are their scouters mistakes are made huge Franchise changing mistakes were made. And fuck the Bears. Um, one of the huge reasons why I'm not a Bears fan is because of how they've always been able to just squander draft picks and the quarterbacks are never likable. Like before Mitchell Trubisky, you had Jay Cutler. You know, like who who wants to be a fan of a team with these guys on their team? So we got uh, Evan basically beating Gones. Evan's team's looking a lot stronger with the whole trade I did with him with DJ Moore, uh, Carson Wentz for uh, Mike Evans. I know Mike Evans put up a nice 32 spot this week, and both of those players combined went for um, 30 points. So it wasn't like a points thing. It's more of... Evan's trying to fill out his team. He's been really struggling as of late to fill out a valid roster. Yeah. Evan's got a real weird team and like it's no players I've targeted in like any league, but I for some reason I still really like it. I don't know why. I think it has to do with uh Carson Wentz has always been like a perennial top 10 quarterback. And whenever you see his name, you kind of associate it with that breakout season he had. Mm-hmm. And I'm really a huge fan of DJ Moore. It just really sucks that Cam's not in there. Um, Golden Tate's also been uh, really solid the past couple of years. It's just um, he's having some he's he's having a real tough time in in um new york right now i'm not entirely sure why i watch a little bit of their games and i'm not really sure why he's not being targeted more so i think that's something to kind of look at for this week because it sounded like um evan ingram isn't playing this week so he might actually end up being the target leader for this week that are Darius Slay. Darius Slay kind of came on really hard and started really scoring some good fantasy points and actual NFL points for the Giants. But I think overall, I think Saquon's about to explode this week with receptions, yards, and I think he'll almost be the entire offense. No, that's not true. He's worthless. Go ahead and uh, trade him to me, Jake. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually wanting to get a trade with Jake off because He's uh, not looking so hot in the keeper department. So, But anyway, yeah, Evan, I think your team's looking like a playoff team so far. Hopefully you keep it up, and um, I'll see you in the playoffs, motherfucker.
So our next game is Dylan versus Matt, and Matt actually won this game, although I don't feel like he should have, if that makes any sense. No, so it, it makes Dylan sense. scored the most that he's ever scored all season, and it just so happens that Matt had one of his better weeks with Christian McCaffrey going for 41 points. Devin Singletary going for a fluky ass 21 points. And then the most flukiest shit in the entire fucking league is Chris Boswell at a 16 spot. And what I found real interesting, I think if Dylan had won this league or last week, he would have been looking more in a position to make trades to try and for a playoff run. And so yeah, it's, it's a real disappointing so week well. for, for Dylan. I and one of the things I was trying to say to him is that I think honestly, because you know, I won my first year ever being six and seven, mm -hmm. and I definitely think that until you hit that eighth loss, you actually have a chance still. And I don't get me wrong, it's a it's a miracle shot, but you technically mathematically have a chance especially with all the teams being so close together uh probably not dealing with like how many points he's put up but yeah typically yes well i'm talking about him slashing some deals and mm. some steals with josh jacobs marlon mack i mean miles sanders i know that a lot of people are messaging yeah. him about stuff and i would have overpaid real hard for jacobs so yeah, me as well. I was thinking about shooting him a trade like Mike Evans straight up for Josh Jacobs. I don't know how much overpay that is, but he is the number one wide receiver in the league right now. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and hype him up some more, Brian. Tell us more about <laughs> Mike Evans, who you've always had the <laughs> utmost faith in and how he is the greatest wide receiver of all time. Yeah, I still don't think that he is good. And <laughs> I'm kind of... I. <laughs> I don't think I should talk anymore about this because <laughs> if I'm actually going to be um, trading him, I don't want to poo-poo him on the people that potentially might be listening <laughs> and want to uh, buy him. Anyway, Mike Evans, best wide receiver in the league, number one points overall. Uh, he'll only continue to keep doing this. So if you guys need someone like that, I'm willing to sell high on this valuable asset. So just keep your eyes out for those uh, amazing trade deals coming your way. So Matt edged him out. It was uh, 148 to 134. Really close. I thought Dylan almost had this. Our next game is Jake versus Derek. And oh my, oh my, how the tables have turned for Mr. Jake, the shitty fluky ass champion of this league um i guess this more or less kind of shows how the variance in our league is and that it's actually really difficult to put together um contenders every year which luckily you and i seem to do quite frequently yeah i I don't know. I think I don't want to get into it. We do <laughs> get into what? How shitty Jake's team is? <laughs> well, no, not that. Just your and I's success and maybe what contributes to that. I don't know. Jake's team, it's it's not it, bad. It's it not has bad. a lot of like good pieces. I 
And I don't yeah. even know if he should have traded him off. You know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. I'm. I'm of the opinion that he probably should have, with hindsight. But like what he had and what he was working with. I mean, it it looks good. It's just not good. Well, I think a little bit of is is it just randomly underperforms, and Deshaun Watson easily can win your week for you with Barkley, and. I I don't know. Like the more and more I look at it, the more his team is really similar to Ethan's because they were peaking a couple weeks ago. I felt like, and then now they're just kind of like going down, down, down. So, uh, you know, I think Jake could potentially make a run. It's just his team isn't doing so hot right now, but. Derek won this. It was uh, 125 to 102. Jake, you got to score more to win more. Uh, let's move on to me versus Nick. Uh, Nick wanted to take down the big bad wolf, which is myself. He didn't do it. I scored 139.9 to Nick's 128. Uh, I smashed you, Nick, and it felt good. And um, you know what? Maybe uh, I'll see you in the playoffs and I'll smash you again, buddy. So, um, <laughs> there's a lot of smashing going on. It makes me a lot of smashing and, uh, not enough crashing. Um, so it's going to be a little weird going forward, uh, starting for Tampa Bay, uh, players every week. It's going to be intense. I don't know if I can keep continue to do it, but their trade deadline's coming, which I think's in what, like two weeks. I honestly need to look, but we both know there's not a chance you go into playoffs with four Tampa Bay players in your starting lineup. <laughs> I'm hoping not. Uh, but, you know, if they score a combined like 60, 80 points a week, I, how, what am I supposed to do about that? You know, like he scored uh, 42 and then 65. And then I got a, a four Tampa Bay Buccaneers scored me 80 points this week. So I didn't. What do you do? You know. All anyway, it's take is one bad playoff week and <laughs> one bad week. <laughs> yep, yep. I guarantee it. And then Nick's team's looking pretty okay. I don't think I don't think it's that bad. I think he really misses James Conner, and especially having Mahomes this week instead of Mason Rudolph really kind of upgrades his team, in my opinion. Um. But anyway, Nick, good luck to you. I know you're going to make the playoffs. Uh, I definitely think that you can contend for a first-place finish. So then the final game from last week is Ethan versus Mark. Mark won this, uh, not because he put up a lot of points, but more because Ethan's quarterback shit the bed. Jacoby Brissett put up a 2.8, and Dwayne Haskins put up a 7.2. Not what you want to see from your quarterbacks. And then, sadly, uh, Ethan's team's really hurting at the wide receiver position with uh, T.Y. Hilton being out and A.J. Green, so that's really rough for him. I think Mark's team's going to be just fine. I think he's a he's a, going to make the playoffs for the first time in, like I don't know, like two years, three years. Yeah, I'd have to look back. So but, my question to you is, team super bad back to being super bad? <laughs> I don't think it's super bad. It's just, it's really unfortunate. Just the, the injuries, you know, I, it sucks. 
And Ethan, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, but um, I have Zach Pascal and he's for sale. So fantastic handcuff for that old T.Y. Hilton guy. So we should talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the superlatives. Our points champion is actually with us. Uh, it is Waylon, and he scored 197 points. Wow. Way to go, Wade. Thanks, man. It, uh, it took a <laughs> lot of hard work, put a lot of hours in, and you know what? The team really performed. And then um, our points loser, which is no surprise, which was Ethan at 77 points. And then our bench bomb was Cooper with Metcalf putting up, I think it was like 30 points on his bench, which that sucks. Yeah, Cooper, what an idiot. What an idiot, Cooper. Way to keep tilting. But hey, he actually won the first, uh, he broke his loss streak. So, hey, you know what? It's not all bad, man. Good for him. Our overachiever of the week was actually you as well. It doesn't uh, makes a lot of sense because you almost scored 200 points. So let's uh, take a look forward to week 10 matchups. And we're looking at the first game, which is myself versus Mark. Waylon, do you think I'm going to go 10 and 0? Oh, man. Yeah. I think so too. I think potentially what's going to happen with Le'Veon is he's going to play and then he's going to end up exiting the game or not playing that well. And then, you know, I think after tonight's game, I'll have a really good idea because that'll be Phillip Rivers and Hunter Henry gone. So I think we'll have a decent idea. He's also starting Latavius Murray. So I don't know. We have a lot of similar players. I have the Michael Thomas to his Drew Brees. So I'm feeling pretty confident about that. Um, I don't think Marvin Jones is going to pop off like he did last week. I think Juju Smith-Schuster may not pop off either. I think he'll get covered by Jalen Ramsey and get shut down. But maybe they'll move him around the field. Uh, my team is pretty cut and dry. I, ha- I own like a total of two teams in, in total with the Baltimore Ravens and the Oh, three. So, like, I have two Saints, four Tampa Bay, two uh, Ravens. So, pretty much uh, putting all my eggs in a couple baskets. Not the best, but I definitely think I'm going to edge Mark out here and probably get that 10 and 0. I'm really hoping for. Um, just a quick thing before we move on. Are you, is Mark Andrews staying on your bench or is that like a, a game time decision? It's a game time decision. I actually found out that Mark Andrews has a case of the diabetes. And he actually, after every play, comes out and checks his blood and then goes back in. So I didn't actually realize this until this week. Uh, There was a report that came out on ESPN about it. And, you know, no... uh, uh, I, I, you know, team too fast, toe furious is an equal opportunity fantasy employer. Um, but I feel as though I might just roll the dice with the old Mike Gusecki this week. 
I know he's a good DFS play this week, so I'm kind of I've been kind of playing my team week to week a little bit. If yet, if anyone hasn't noticed, I've been kind of doing a DFS strategy this week. I've been inspired by Dylan and multiple uh, DFS podcasts, so kind of taking that over for this year, and it seems to be working out pretty well. So let's move on to the upset of the week here, which is Evan versus Taylor. Who do you got winning this one, Way? Oh, man. Because uh... I definitely, as I had said, this is the upset of the week. I definitely think Taylor can, can beat Evan here. She can. So I guess Taylor beating Evan is the upset, even though she's projected more. Yeah, well, it's more of like she's 10th place and he's 6th. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it an upset. I'd say this is like maybe a matchup of the week. This is going to be real close. All right. Well, I, I, I actually like that more. So we'll call it the matchup of the week. Because I honestly think that um, not only that, but my matchup every single week is the matchup of the week until I lose. So... I think we'll also put those that as another matchup of the week. Um, I definitely think I think Taylor can win this, and uh, it all it will de- definitely depend on if Evan is able to get a quarterback in his OP slot or not. And if he does not, I don't know if Evan can. Um, it kind of limits his upside a little bit, but I'm rooting for you, Taylor and Evan. Um, good luck, guys. I think Evan wins. (laughs) I think Taylor wins. So the next game will be my upset of the week because last game was not, and it is Jake versus Matt. I definitely think that Jake can win this game. And Matt is trending like horizontally, I guess. Um, I definitely think Mac uh, Jake could win this game with Fitzpatrick. I think he'll play really well this week. I think Sam Darnold will get it together against that terrible Giants secondary. Um, what do you think, Wade? Do you think this is an upset? No, I think Matt's got it. It's not like Matt's quarterbacks have bad matchups. Not that Matt's team relies on quarterbacks. I just... I don't see Green Bay stopping McCaffrey, and I think it's just another week where McCaffrey just does McCaffrey things and carries Matt's team like he carries the Panthers. So, You know, the more that I look at Matt's team to Jake's, I realize that he has Ryan Tannehill, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, the wide receiver, most likely catch passes from Sam Darnold, which is Jake's um, guy. But then Josh Allen to Tyler to John Brown, man, I just want to believe in Jake this week. So I'm just going to go ahead and go with Jake. Okay. It, it'll definitely be my upset of the week. Bold call. But um, moving on to Ethan versus Derek. Who do you got here? Oh, man. You know, the heart tells you team super <laughs> bad. But. Looking at it, I don't think that's an option. I'm gonna go with Derek's team. <laughs> yeah, I was I was pretty much on the same page. 
I just don't see a world where Ethan can overcome Derek this week. Ethan really needs to make some really huge decisions in the next couple weeks between selling off his 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 um team and I I mean between Lenny and Kenny, I feel like those two uh could be good keepers potentially. I mean, Lenny's going to be in the third. I think that's a little risky though because um I don't like third round keepers cuz it just doesn't feel like a good value, but I definitely think Kenny Galladay is a, a fantastic value. Um, so going forward, I think, I think uh, uh, Ethan definitely needs to make some de- some decisions on if he wants to sell Fournette or what he wants to do. Really, so this would be the week because he's on buy. I definitely think that if um, he sells Lenny this week for something. I think he could definitely turn this matchup around, but I think Cooper pretty much has a single, uh, pretty much handily. I mean, what do you think Ethan, like realistically, what do you think Ethan deals Lenny for? You know what I mean? I'm just not sure. So if I was him, I would try to get at least a WR2 from Lenny and then a little bit of a downgrade in running back. So. Let, I, I'm like just gonna a, use like Mike. a Tyler Lockett and a David Montgomery stack, Brian. That sounds perfect. <laughs> like I'm shit you not. Like we can use your team as an example. That sounds pretty damn perfect to me. I mean, would would you give him Nick Chubb? Uh no. I mean, even with all this Kareem Hunt. Yeah, bullshit, I don't care about Kareem Hunt. It. I mean, he's round 14. I'd rather just see how it plays out. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, if I was Ethan, I would take that trade. Although, Tyler Lockett does have some rough matchups coming forward, and that's one of the big reasons why I kind of traded him to you in the buy. And so, I think that's... But honestly, dude, I think that's a really good trade offer for Lenny, and I think he would definitely think about it. So... If I were to shoot something at him, I don't think I could do something as good as you. I think mine would be something along the lines of Austin Eckler uh, mixed in with uh, Mike Evans or, I don't know, something like Austin Eckler, Zach Pascal. I don't know. It it would be something along those lines. Um, I kind of have a slew of different values, but my wide receivers are really valuable. So, I mean, I don't know what uh, Lockett's uh, value is right now. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah, I haven't even looked. That was just off the top of my head something that I I, think. I think Mike Evans and Lockett are kind of similarly valued, even though I think Mike Evans has potential to continue to be the number one wide receiver as well as Chris Godwin has the potential to be the number one wide receiver. So, you know, I, I definitely think that's something I'm going to have to evaluate if he is open to it. So, but I really like your, your quick off the cuff take on trading uh, that for Lenny. I think that's a very good, you know, and if I was him, I, I definitely think about taking that. Because ninth in the league, he's almost in the playoffs. He could make a run. 
He's looking rough. Man. That's a good-ass offer, man. Thanks, like, I came up with it in like three seconds, and I did no math on it. <laughs> well, I definitely think that you uh, would probably want to retract that. I think that offer was probably too good for Lennon Fournette, but... Oh, is it? Is that, a, is that a consider it retracted? Did you do the math? I, I didn't look at anything. I, I'm, I'm just doing a quick rundown on the matchups, and I don't know. Like... I don't even I know. Think what I think I'd rather do. have David Montgomery and Lockett. Then, I mean, if you want to do a quick dealio on on air for no David I, I Montgomery, mean, it was just, now you got me worried. I'm not looking at anything, so now I'm worried, man. I, <laughs> you spooked me. I was I was all willing to deal with Ethan, and now I'm spooked. It's all right. That's that's my job. I'm a spooker, man. As soon as I show any interest, Waylon is like, "Ooh, I don't, ooh, I don't, I don't know if I'll do that now." Brian's interested. I don't know. You're so just, I just know you're trying to get me to deal my team off, so I'm not in first place. So you're too excited. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, honestly, I do think it would be a good deal for. Ethan, but I um I think we spent a little too long talking about this <laughs> hypothetical trade that's probably never gonna happen. So <laughs> anyway, uh let's move on. I literally forgot where we were. Uh, uh me and we Nick. were in the fantasy matchups for week 10, Ethan versus Derek, and we were talking about how Derek's gonna shit on Ethan this week, unless he trades Leonard Fournette, which is on buy. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. Moving on to the next matchup is you versus Nick. And I can tell you one thing. I think this game is going to be you winning. And there's not much else to it, I think, to talk about. Unless you feel like you need to say a couple words. Uh, no. I think him starting his Kareem Hunt to my Nick Chubb says it all, Brian. His, uh, you're the 1A to his 2B, huh? Correct. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope Mahomes scares you a little bit. Uh, I hope Dak Prescott uh, scares you a little bit. I saw a couple things about Odell Beckham getting more targets or them force feeding him. I think Tevin Coleman could have a pretty good game against the Seahawks. I mean, Ronald Jones did. But then we I, we just go over to your team and we look at it and we're just immediately fucking terrified. So. I, that's <laughs> why I'm kind of saying there's no way that I think this is going to be close. I think you're going to win. And uh, let's move on to the final mate, the final game, which is Luke versus Dylan. Um, do you think Dylan could pull out the win here? Yeah, he could. I'm not, I've never been a huge fan of Luke's team. I don't, his running back. I really like Kyler Murray, Julio yeah. Jones. And Austin Hooper, I think Austin Hooper gives his team a, like a huge advantage at the tight end position. So I just don't like Luke's running backs. I know that like Carson and Rita, they put up points, but I don't know. I there's I a totally lot of risk. get that. I, I think, think there is a definitely a shot that Dylan wins this week. Would you say this is your upset of the week? I would say this is my upset of the week. This is the one I believe in. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to actually go with you as well and channel that positive energy towards Dylan and say this is my third, at this point, upset of the week. <laughs> so I'm really rooting for you as well, Dylan. 
And uh, I hope you have a great uh, game, man. And uh, don't lose hope of you. You could still make the playoffs. So anything can happen, as uh, we know from past history games. So, Waylon, is uh, is it time to go? Uh, yeah, Brian, it's time to go. <laughs> well, uh, I really much appreciate all of you guys for stopping by this fireside chat. I, I know it's a little quick this week, but. Um, I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and in- please enjoy the Thursday night game. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it as Mark has Philip Rivers and uh, Hunter Henry. So I'm I'm super hyped. I also kind of want to trade for Keenan Allen. It's really teasing me and Cooper message- messages me about three times a day asking me if I see a trade. And I'm like, I don't I didn't see more of a trade than I did five minutes ago, Coop. But um, I can offer you something that you won't accept. So we'll kind of go from there. Uh, Coop, if you're listening, I hope you do. I love you. And um, you got to try to trade someone else besides Waylon and I every five minutes. Uh, (laughs) You have a great forest to chess there, Derek. That's all I have to say. Anyway, guys, thanks for stopping by and listening, and I hope you have a great weekend. See ya. Bye. A black cat has taken the field, and the cat is elusive. So is it bad luck for the Giants? I don't know. I don't know, but they've stopped playing the... And the cat is in the red zone. Field, the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. The Nickel and Grime Package Podcast.